We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast by the way I, I've got a uh, I've got a very convincing answer to Kevin's question which I'll, I'll give in a couple minutes but let's get Bob and Hartford on hi Bob yes Bob how are you just got a minute here if you want to, some time to yeah, talk I yeah, want to say to the uh, senator's lapdog that just called in Mm-hmm. Uh, why isn't he morally outraged by uh, Senator Murphy allowing illegal immigrants to come into our state late at night and doing taking an oath? He took an oath to protect and serve our borders, and he illegally letting them come into our country. Why isn't this guy outraged about this? His two United States senators, Blumenthal and Murphy, have committed felonies in the United States Senate. No one even talks about it. But get the little guy, because we're bad. Yeah, thank you for that, Bob. I I suspect that um, you know everybody's so polarized and off in their corners that they don't entertain these uh, these kinds of questions, like what you just raised, as being sincere and, and and serious. Let's get George in St. Louis. Hi, George. Hi, Todd. Despite all the righteous anger people have with high inflation and gasoline prices. And then putting up with a socialist government, what assurances do I have that the results of the 2022, November 2022 elections are already in, that the elections haven't been already rigged? Um, I don't know. What makes you think they're already rigged? Well, what if they create another COVID absentee ballot like they did in, in twenty? 2020 and and just mark uh, thousands of ballots in favor of uh, well that that they could do but that would be something that's coming our way and and they have shown us how they do rig elections and what systems they have in place to be able to distort the outcomes it's the todd feinberg show Live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, here is the answer. I was just listening to Ricky Gervais, so I suspect I may be stuck in this voice for a while. No, I won't. The uh, Here's the answer, simple answer for Kevin. Kevin called up and said, how can I talk 
about Chris Murphy like he's doing something abhorrent by spending the last 10 years of his life getting ready for this moment and then crashing the Uvalde moment by insisting that it's nonsense to consider anything, any cause other than guns and our gun policy in this country. That's the reason that we have this skyrocketing. Just over the last two, three years, we have a skyrocketing rate of killing. And he's insisting that there's no possible other reason, and it's a travesty to even mention it, than the gun policy. Now, clearly, all the Democrats are saying that, including the President of the United States, not entertaining any other possible explanation. And we can look and understand they've got a long history of campaigning for gun control and not getting it. And this is something that politicians do on a regular basis. They pick fights over things that are unresolvable. There's a constitutional right to bear arms. Every time you pass a law, you're, you're stepping on the toes of that constitutional right. There's permanent polarity there. There's an automatic resistance. There's, everyone's ready to fight on both sides. Politicians love the unresolvable fight. But how about we focus on things that can be fixed, that can be dealt with, that have to do with public policy that we've decided on deliberately in recent years? Anyway, if I wanted to do the same thing as what Chris Murphy is doing, here's the answer. Because Kevin said to me, how do I know you're not just like him and playing the same game? The answer is, if I was just like Chris Murphy, all I would do is talk about Donald Trump every day and the stolen election. That's all I would do. How he was robbed of his re-election. And how it's the Democrats have conspired and everything that they're doing in Washington in terms of the uh, impeachments of him and all that. It was all a contrivance. And I would just talk indefinitely because that's how you get the biggest audience in talk radio. You feed, you feed that pool of goldfish. And that's how you get big ratings. And that's all I would have to do if I wanted to be that a Chris Murphy kind of person, if I wanted to skyrocket to success rather than just uh, focus on the things I want to focus on that I think are m much more important. That's, that's also an important discussion to have. But I also think all this other stuff is going on right now and really needs to be talked about, uh, especially Chris Murphy. I think highlighting his uh, wanton neglect of the needs of the American people and the people of Connecticut is something that is way more important at this moment because we have this ripe moment for having the conversation. 860-522-9842. We've got first Dave in Brantford. Hi, Dave. Hey, Toddley. Uh, you know, I didn't want to talk about uh, the, the uh, senator, but by his own metric, his signature issue, the gun control issue, he's mm -hmm. a total failure at it. Why? He, is up, he hasn't gotten anything done. Well, that's and why so we need him. Well, that proves he's just a bad messenger. Why I called you up, I like Mr. Stefanowski's the guest spot today, but the issue that concerns me, you know that pier in New London? Yes. That was supposed to cost, a year ago, it was supposed to cost $90 million to enlarge the pier. 
so we could launch windmill uh, blades yes. out to sea. Yep. And then within about six months, it ballooned up to $150 million to make the same enlargements. And now it's about one year into it, and it's $250 million. And Governor Lamont answers no questions whatsoever about how we got on the hook for such a bad buy. And Wait a second. Prices- Does anybody ask him? The, the last time I saw him talk about it, he completely bystepped the price of what we're doing and emphasized the need to move towards green new energy. And so I think we need, uh, you know, a dollars and cents guy like Stefanowski. This is exactly the issue that he'd be excellent at. And so I'm asking you and maybe your audience, why did that freaking peer balloon up to $250 million when it was sold to the state as a $90 million item? And how could it have happened that, that quickly? Lamont is an idiot. He, you know, is easily sold junk. Well, you are assuming that he wants a different outcome. This outcome is working out great for him because they want everything to be as expensive as possible. And they knew it wasn't. What was the original number? 90 million. 90 million. I think it was 93 million. They knew it wasn't 90 million when they were saying it was 90 million. They want the purpose of spending money is to secure votes. Okay, this is why I, I want Stefanowski. I'm a taxpayer. I'm going to get stuck paying for it. This is unacceptable. Well, that's the right response. <laughs> Thanks for the time, sir. Thank you, Dave. Good to talk with you always. Smart caller, that, Dave. 860 By the way, I learned this doing radio in Boston. Well, even before that, I mean, just living in, in uh, Massachusetts 25 years ago when they were doing the big dig, the Big Dig started off as a $2.5 billion project, as I recall. This was to take down a above-ground roadway through the center of the city and replacing it with an underground, under the same footprint. And they said it would be $2.5 billion, and it went up to 5 and 7 and 10 and 15 and ended up around 20 and and had major construction flaws and permanent leaks and things like that, the tunnels that they put in. And and so I use that now as a guidepost. If they say something's going to cost a billion dollars, figure it's going to be $10 billion or 15 because that's their goal. What do they care? They get, the, they get the feds to bail them out. And the feds bail them out because uh, the feds want to keep the scam going because they feed each other. It's all gross, but it has nothing to do with good governance. They have no interest in good governance. Ned Lamont has no interest in governance at all. He just wants to be governor. Those are two totally different things. Mike's in Canton. Hello, Mike. Hi, Todd. I'm just wondering why none of the Democrats seem to want to focus on the day-to-day killings, like over Memorial Day weekend, Chicago. 53 people shot, 9 people killed. Because that's their jurisdiction. They are miserable failures at doing anything to stop gun violence. You have a democratic regime in in city government, and you have a democratic prosecutor, and the same thing in Philadelphia. I've got a daughter that goes to school in Chicago and a daughter that goes to school in Philadelphia, the two murder capitals of the world, and they are both overseen by democratic prosecutors, one who has actually decriminalized gun crimes and they, they've gone with uh, cashless bail bonds, and, and this is a it, this is a democratic agenda, and we hear nothing. It's crickets from them until somebody shoots up a grocery store. In well, Buffalo why would they discuss their own malfeasance? 
the reason the reason they talks they only talk about suburban shootings is because they want to make sure nobody notices that they supervise the the killing fields the wild west the yes. wild west and it's all under democratic regime and it's the it's their dirty dark little secrets and it just amazes me that these two opportunistic senators that we have plaster their mugs all over the news every time somebody shoots up a school but 53 people can get shot and nine killed over one weekend and in chicago they just call that saturday but it no they don't they don't it should be a national yes, outrage but they not. don't discuss it at all because it's not of interest to them all that's of interest is their own advancement further proof of the scam that they're running it's so obvious it's mind-boggling you know and and this this uh the answer to this the urban woes is the same thing big government provided they i mean the democrats point us towards um what are they called structural racism that's why everything's so bad in the city well what exactly are the structures that they're talking about they'll point to uh housing for example and how federal housing policy was biased against black people. The policies that they object to are big government policies. But they don't argue against big government. They argue for more of big government. Why do they do that? They're talking about structural racism. Saying the word structural racism means big government. Because the structures in place are the unions that insist that the schools that the kids go to in urban America are inferior. The unions that insist that you can't fire bad cops in those city police departments. It's, it's, but, but nobody, the media doesn't cover the news. No, the de- politicians don't talk about it. Wallingford, Joby, hi. Yeah, I just wanted your opinion on two points. First point being, do you think that it should be a discussion about mental illness and guns instead of one or the other? No, because it's not a binary. So one or the other, not a combination of both. Which no, I think no, I'm saying problem. there's a long. We should be having a conversation about what is collapsing what is causing the societal collapse this has gone up a hundred percent in the last couple of years the number of shootings there we are in the middle of a free fall and what they're doing is clogging up the conversation zones with propaganda to make sure we don't talk about actual solutions we need to talk about what is the problem all right and, and, and your thought on needing to talk about what do you think of the six i'm sorry i think it's seven senators and congressmen on the on the on the GOP side that won't even sit at a table for a discussion, refuse to even open a dialogue about things about gun control. Well, both sides are under have built up strong constituencies for their respective positions on gun control. So neither will budge. The Republicans who are refusing to discuss it are in the same predicament the Democrats are in on the other side. And that is they have strong constituents who won't tolerate their willingness to have a conversation with the other side. But wouldn't you think they would look for new constituents that are open to that? No. That's a hard thing to do. And they they win elections by manipulating the constituencies they have, not going out and looking for new ones. Much Uh harder. 
much harder enterprise to engage in. All right, well, thank you. But I like your questions. They're, they're really interesting questions. But you're assuming, Joby, that they, they're in the business of solving problems. And, but, and that's true, they are, but the only problem that they solve is how do they get more power? Or, or if they have to just maintain their current level of power. That's the problem politicians focus on. And everything else is performative. They spend a lot of time spinning yarns, telling stories, and acting like they care. For example, uh, is there a proposal from Ned Lamont to make life better in the cities in Connecticut? He's been governor now for three years, three and a half years. Has he come up with an idea? Has he even visited cities? If you talk to people in the cities, they say they don't see the guy. He has no interest in them. He came during the last campaign. He's starting to come again, but he has no interest. Why does he have no interest? Well, because you don't win elections by solving problems. You win elections by motivating existing bases of voters to get excited about the election. And the reason the, the uh, pundit, pundit class is, is looking at this election and saying Democrats are going to get smoked is because if you look at the, the direction the winds are blowing, you know how they tell us in advance this is going to be a bad hurricane season. Well, they, they, they're looking at the, you know, where the Gulf Stream is and whether we're in El Nino or the other one, whatever it's called. You know, they look at all these indicators. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And there are indicators for politics. First one is, first midterm election of a new president is usually, since World War II, a disaster for that president's party. And that's how this one's shaping up. And then you've got uh, the bad economy, the inflation, the COVID shutdowns, the uh, school problems. All of this is just bombarding an already bad situation. 860-522-9842. WTIC News Talk 1080. Good afternoon, Thursday. I love the rush of the week after a big holiday. Ain't it something? 860-522-9842. Listen to this. This is Russell Brand, the actor who does conservative... Uh, the highly intelligent, ranty. I don't think he acts anymore. Uh, he doesn't seem to, but his career might just have died, and he might have been happy with uh, the amount of money he made. My, my, what I gathered was that he felt like he'd made enough money, and and uh, and there were other things to do with life. I never liked him much as an actor, but I like him as a political commentator. Listen to him talk about. Listen to him talk about, I, I thought this was powerful because he mentions what we could be talking about instead. So there's an opportunity cost when the Chris Murphys and the rest of them, the president, block up the, the uh, conduit through which good information and, and good conversation could flow and just put garbage into it, put sewage into the, the water line. That's what they're doing. Listen to uh, Russell Brand. Some people vehemently believe in the right to bear arms. Some people strongly believe that there should be more regulation. And there are perfectly reasonable arguments on both sides. That is the challenge that we have to learn to straddle. Those are the kind of territories we need to learn to bring together. If we're ever going to meaningfully challenge the establishment and its tools within media, big business and state government. If we are content to squabble amongst ourselves, rigidly holding on to our positions, we'll never change anything. You see what he's setting up, that the problem isn't us. The problem is our elected officials who want us fighting with each other and, and create a construct where they keep us perpetually fighting while they're pandering to their bases. Big business and state government. If we are content to squabble amongst ourselves, rigidly holding on to our positions, we'll never change anything. Give this video a like if you like it, but stay to the end. Let's see if you like it or not first. Let's get into it. This is from In These Times. In response to the May 24 mass shootings at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, which left 19 children and two adults dead, President Biden called for a reckoning. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby, he said on Tuesday. When in God's name do we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? Immediately, the idea of a gun lobby has become separated off from the arms industry more broadly. Furthermore, this tragic, horrific event last week 
is being separated from cultural and economic ideas and themes that are doubtlessly connected to it. Let's see if we can demonstrate those connections and provide a context that can help us understand this issue more broadly. So you hear what he's doing here. He's telling us, uh, guess what? There is a gun used in these killings. And we have a conversation about the need for gun control. But the need for gun control is looking at us as, as if we're the villains. We're the ones who need to be controlled. But who makes the guns? And where does that gun maker get most of its money? It happens to be from the federal government, from the Pentagon. If, if Joe Biden wants to stop them from making a certain gun, he can just call them up and say, look, you have to stop making this or you're going to lose all your Pentagon contracts. No more mucho billion dollar orders for you if you don't play ball. Democrats have no interest, apparently, in controlling guns. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Well, it's Thursday, and that means it's Len Susio time. Len, former state senator, and uh, still a fascinating guy to talk to. Hello there, Leonardo. Well, hello there, Todd. I did make it today, and I apologize for last week. Ah, we uh, must not I... wallow in the past. <laughs> Good, I like that attitude. Mistakes do forward. get made. It's a part of life. You shrug them off, you move on. Yes. That's true. That's so true. you're going to tell us. I'm re I'm glad that you want to talk about the trial because I, I really didn't pay much attention mm -hmm. to it. Fill us in. And I'm not talking about the Hollywood people. Yes, right. Yeah. That's what I thought. You're talking about the political <laughs> trial. <laughs> I don't care about that ridiculous pirate. Free Johnny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a farce. Uh, no, we want to talk about the trial down in Washington, the Sussman trial, which, yes. you know, people complain that sometimes it's impossible to get a fair trial. And when they use that expression, they're talking about how the system is rigged against the defendant. But in this case, it was impossible to get a fair trial because the system was rigged for the defendant. Uh, I mean, it's like a 180-degree turn, just like everything else in Washington. Now, why would that be? Because the, the whole theory of the system being rigged against the defendant is that you've got this huge federal machinery that has unlimited resources and, and just shoves people around and intimidates them. And usually there's not even a trial because they get them to settle. Right, right. Well, and of course, the defendant in this case is a top lawyer, and he had a team of top lawyers uh, some of the best in the country, but but really made this thing uh, an unfair trial in his favor was the judge and the jury. Literally, uh, they all had some connection in some way to the Democratic Party, to Hillary Clinton, etc., and and supporting the Democrats. And it, it 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 was I think there were five jurors that were tainted in that way, and the judge himself uh, had a connection of some sort, and uh, so it was really. Why didn't we he recuse kinda, himself? Well, because he can maintain that he's above it all, that it won't influence him at all, no matter what the relationships are. The same thing with the the problem with the jury was uh, when you get in the city of Washington, D.C., 97 percent of the population voted, you know, votes Democrat and only three percent vote 
Republican. So the jury pool it was impossible to get a neutral jury pool. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was bound to happen. That you're going to get a number of jurors who are strong supporters of the Democratic Party. And that whole trial, just, you know, to refresh your audiences. Yeah, fill us uh, in on the right. dynamic here. Yeah, I mean, the, the trial was, uh, Sussman was a lawyer who was involved with Hillary Clinton's campaign. And um, he went to the FBI uh, to tell them that, th- that he had discovered something, that he had some uh, information that suggested that Donald Trump was in cahoots with the Russians. Uh, and uh, he brought the, this infamous dossier uh, with him. And the Steele dossier. Contact, yeah, th- that's right. And he, had, he, he was very good friends with a very high-level person in the FBI. He uh, texted him the day before, said, I got to see you. I got something really important. This is, I'm not working for anybody. This is on my own, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a vital interest. So he goes in and, uh, and, and meets with this FBI official. Again, on the premise that he's he's acting on his own with uh, not working on behalf of anybody at all. And it turns out that he was working for the Clinton campaign. And, he, and they all knew that this dossier was a farce, uh, but he lied effectively. Uh, and then, of course, he denies that he lied uh, because this was a private meeting. But they the uh, the the uh, prosecutor's team had a receipt from uh, the local, I don't know if it was uh, uh, Kinko's or one of those organizations. Copy place. So, yeah, office supplies. Mm-hmm. And he purchased he purchased the thumb drive. Uh, Sussman purchased the thumb drive, which had the dose on it from them, and then billed the Clinton campaign for it. So he was working for the Clinton campaign, and, and he denied he was working for the – he said he wasn't working for the Clinton campaign. Well, if he wasn't working for the Clinton campaign, why did he bill them for the, the thumb drive that, mm-hmm. uh, that he used? To, I mean, it, it was – the facts were out there. It was so obvious that there were shenanigans going on. Uh, but the people who know what goes on down in Washington knew that the jury itself was tainted and the judge uh, – and it was uh, – the outcome was a disappointment but not a surprise, unfortunately – is, it, is your impression that this is uh, the state of affairs for the country now or a unique situation having to do with the fact that because this was a Washington, D.C. trial that went into big-time politics, that that it was uniquely influenced by big-time politics? Well, it certainly stands out as an example of big-time politics and how it has influence even over the ju- judicial system, you know, the, the, the symbol of justice blind, uh, well, uh, the blind was only, oh, uh, the blindfold was over only the left eye, not the right eye in this case. Cause, but, you know, uh, we were joking about the Johnny Depp trial before, but yeah. if you look at that, there, in the coverage yesterday, there were, or whenever the verdict came down, the day before, or was it yesterday, <laughs> the, the, uh, there was a lot of conversation yeah. from the observers talking on TV about the fact that Depp was playing this as if all he cared about was winning the popular opinion fight. But I heard one guy say, but it looks like winning the popular opinion fight also won him the trial. Uh, the suggestion yeah. being that yeah. this was a, that the, the stardom of these two was bigger than our legal system could handle. Yeah. Well, 
I have to confess, I, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the Depp trial because it doesn't interest me at all. No, me the you same know, the, way. But you, <laughs> but it, it was still in news coverage, so it poked yeah. into our consciousness. And and yeah. I found him so vile <laughs> in the way he yeah. handled himself. Such a despicable, um, indulgent, valueless yeah. person that the idea that he relished this moment in the in the spotlight. Uh, it just grossed me out, and I had no interest in anything. But I was assuming and hoping that he would be, that he would be on the other end of it, from which yeah, he ended like up. he wasn't in England. He lost in England on the trial that occurred in England. Right. He won here in America, so uh, that that's also an interesting uh, aspect of that whole situation. I, I also but, thought you know, uh, another parallel to what you're saying about Washington is that this fight that that the movie stars were having didn't strike me as be, it, it, it just seemed like a, a degraded moment that shouldn't be in the court system it was them wanting to prove points and and play games in the national spotlight rather than something that required a serious trial yeah when you have a lot of money you can do extravagant things like that for your own ego uh, egotistical purposes or motives uh, but uh, you know the average person can't uh, in, indulge in things like that but i'm right but the reason i mention it len we're talking to len suzio the reason i mention mm -hmm. is just because i i'm probing to see what you think about our legal system and and how do you assess it at this point oh, i think it's definitely tainted uh there's no doubt about it in my mind it's, it's been tainted by uh politics and political ideology uh and it's always everyone's known that if you have money, you can buy justice, basically. The the average person or the poor can't buy it, so the system is rigged against them. There's no no doubt about that. It's, it's a sad thing to, to admit, but that's the way it is. Uh, and ironically, again, in most cases, unlike the Sussman cases, it's the, the defendant who's the victim of how unfair it is. In this case, that's the thing that's that the other way around. Really ironic. Yeah. <laughs> the other way around. The system was rigged to help the defendant out in this case, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. By the way, do you? I hope you don't mind, but I just want to switch topics just and talk for a second about sure, go ahead. this 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 uh, Paziocas story on Blumenthal. Mm -hmm. At what point does advocacy without results become a liability? Yeah, I, I love that. I concept. Love that headline. Yeah, it's beautiful. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I mean, there's Blumenthal. Uh, who uh, basically has got a reputation that the most dangerous place on earth is if you're between him and a camera, because uh, you're going to get run over. And so he's someone who talks the talk, but he, he doesn't deliver results. It's just, uh, and he's been in the Senate now for 12 years and he's really accomplished nothing. Uh, and, you know, sure. All right. The Senate's evenly divided right now. Well, okay. That means it's not insurmountable. It's, it, he has to convince a few Republican senators to go along with whatever his, his uh, his uh, bill would be, or his legislation would be, but he's not capable of doing that. He's he's a he's an incredible partisan hack who uh, is just uh, basically uh, has I think no real scruples about uh, what he does publicly. It, it just blows my mind. But isn't that where the rewards are in big time elective office today? Isn't that the same thing Chris Murphy is doing? How do I become a national figure? by mm -hmm. insisting that nobody can talk about anything but guns. Yeah, and, and Murphy and, and Blumenthal are two birds of a feather, aren't they? I mean, 
they just are there's Bumathol's 76 years old and I think Murphy's about 40 something right now but despite their age difference they're really uh they're compatible in terms of their political ideology which is extreme left-wing radical ideology about anything and everything I don't care what you talk about whether it's gun control or it's the abortion issue or it's criminal justice etc they're 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 in it I I think um it's the, the there's a power that's associated with being a politician, uh, you know, I experienced it on a, on a very small level as a state senator. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it must be as a U.S. senator, basically. Uh, and Yes, and, but both and, these guys are, are using this new model of how to be an independent elected official uh, in Congress, where you can cause by your outrageousness and your lust for for whoring yourself out to the media that you can create your own cash flow and and not be beholden to anyone and because you you have so much money flowing in like when you do a performance on TV like Chris Murphy the coverage he's gotten nationally over the last mm-hmm. 10 days has been extraordinary and if yes. that means donations are coming in and you're and yeah. you're establishing yourself as an independent figure who doesn't have to fundraise he doesn't have to work to fundraise he just has to walk around Yes. Well, there's a little bit of hope in, in the sense that, you know, Blumenthal is up for election this year, and there's three Republicans fighting it out uh, for the nomination to oppose him in, in the fall. And his uh, his favorability, unfavorability rating is very, very marginal. It's, it's like uh, something like 47, 45. Yeah. And, so the, and the wave that, is going against him. Yeah. So even here in Connecticut, who knows? It's possible. Yep. I think for the first time at least it's feasible, it's imaginable that he could be defeated where in the past, forget about it, where it's just such a blue state. If but it's uh, ever going to happen, this is the year. That's right. A- absolutely. I just hope that the Republican candidate runs a good campaign. I-, I-, I fear for that because Republicans haven't won in so long that sometimes I wonder if they know how to run a winning campaign. That's the key. You've got to figure out how to run a winning campaign. And one of my favorite people in the whole state is Tom Scott, who, whom you have on your show as a guest frequently. Tom, in, in my opinion, politically speaking, is the smartest guy in Connecticut when it comes to We've politics. got five seconds. And why did you bring that up? Well, I bring it up because I want to hear what Tom Scott has to say oh, okay. about how to beat Richard Blumenthal. Ah, very good. We will discuss that with him coming up very soon. Len Suzio, thank you, sir. Always great to have you here. All right. Thank you very much, Todd. Take care. 860 We'll take some phone calls after we get a news update. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 